2: Good afternoon, this is Bill Bunkley, host of the Bill Bunkley Show, and we have made it to Thursday, July the 18th, and uh, as always, we are delighted to have you with us this afternoon, and we've got uh, always some more things that uh, we can uh, be talking about today that's uh, part of the national discussion, the water cooler discussion, uh, if you will, And um, but we want to welcome our guests in today. Uh, From the biz station on AM 1380, we've got our couple of uh, answer stations, AM 860 here in Tampa, welcome, AM 930, Sarasota, Bradenton, welcome. And we've got our faith talk stations, that's AM 570 and 910. Glad to have you with us. And, of course, uh, if you'd like to check and see if one of our multiple FM transmitters uh, are in uh, the vicinity of your area, be free to do that. And I want to remind you that, hey, word of mouth, Sharing something on Facebook or Twitter or getting the word out about the Bill Bunkley show is the best form of marketing I could ever pray for. And so I hope that uh, if you enjoy the different kind of conversations that we have each afternoon, uh, four o'clock hour and five o'clock hour, hey, tell a friend. And if you're slightly out of the area or if you are all the way out in Montana, you can just tell your friend, hey. You know what, if you want to get some Christian worldview uh, up-to-date sharing, uh, go to letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com, and that'll give you an opportunity to listen online. We also have the apps. We have uh, several people that every evening they will download today's show, and some will listen to it later this evening. Some will uh, listen to it in the car going to work. Uh, great alternative to um, what's happening out there. If you want to stay informed from a Christian worldview, you've got the podcast. You can listen online there, or you can download them. Many, many options for you to, uh, to do that. And, um, hey, we want to uh, uh, share uh, why we are conservatives, why we are social conservatives. And uh, to do that, well, we can go ahead and uh, hopefully uh, steer folks to our program. Well, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon. First of all, the House did pass a few hours ago a bill to hike the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour. I don't think they have the votes for that in the Senate, but nonetheless, that's one of our business news today. Microsoft actually beat on their uh, uh, quarterly earnings today, Uh, so Microsoft is up just a little bit. Um, something that could have riled the markets uh, about an hour ago, President Trump says U.S. Navy destroyers uh, destroyed an Iranian drone in defensive action. And that's after Iran has seized a oil tanker with about 12 to 15 people on board. So that's ratcheting up uh, again. You'll hear in a moment how the S&P had a little rise today. And uh, that's um, some positive thinking that the Fed is going to uh, get, uh, well, more aggressive in the easing approach of lowering the the rates. Um, And um, the Fed uh, Williams, Fed uh, Governor Williams, hints at uh, more aggressive rate cuts. And uh, his quote is, better to take... Uh, preventative measures. So that gives you the background of what's happening. So Dow Jones Industrials, not much, but up 3.12, closing at 27 uh, triple twos, two two two. S&P 500 up 10.69, closing at 2995.11, still under that 3,000 mark that it had exceeded a few days ago. And the tech one, the NASDAQ, up 22.04, closing at 8207.24. And that's your market update for uh, this afternoon. Well, not only was the president uh, in Greenville, North Carolina last night, and I'm going to be talking about that because, quite frankly, I uh, I have a warning for the president today. We'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about the failed impeachment vote that also um, transpired last night. We got some Manatee County legends that I want to share some information about. One of them was a Buffalo soldier. And uh, two guys have a great relationship, and it's worth sharing a little bit for our friends down in Sarasota Manatee. And uh, in our second hour, in our faith-based hour, the United States House of Representatives, their chaplain, well, gave a prayer on the chamber floor, and in that prayer, he was casting out all spirits of darkness. Well, as you can imagine, that was a little controversial. Not with me, by the way, uh, just in the world we live in. So those are some of the things we're going to be talking about today. And of course, if uh, anything happens where we have some breaking news, we'll Get to that straight away. Well, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9677, 877-943-9677. Well, the president left late yesterday afternoon heading from uh, Joint Base Andrews Air Force Base uh, down to uh, Greenville, North Carolina. Packed house, as usual. A lot of red, white, and blue. A lot of enthusiastic supporters and uh one of the elements that uh, should have pumped up the president last night had to do with the United States House of Representatives. And what I mean by that is uh, you probably didn't even know it was uh, getting ready to come about, but there was an impeachment of President Trump, a vote last night. Now, you had a handful of uh, House Democrats led by Representative Al Green of Texas. So Al got his uh, small band together, and uh, they made their move to impeach President Donald Trump last night. But as the night wore on, it would prove to illustrate what's really going on in the Democrat Party. There is a big, huge rift. We have a we have a, a a battle going on a battle royale between the leader of the Democrats in the House Nancy Pelosi. And then you've got the far left wing socialists, I like to call them rebel rousers. And uh, they're led and motivated by the radical left wing squad. Now, maybe you're not familiar with this new term that's on the political landscape, but the squad, the squad, is made up of the four freshman Democrat women led by Representative O. out of New York. Got some real left-wing radical ideas. And so... There is a public battle going on between the radicals and Nancy Pelosi in her party. And in fact, if uh, if you are anything but a Democrat, it's it's really sort of comical to watch. Because the last thing they need to be doing, quite frankly, is to be having an intermurial feud between uh, members of that party because they've got a real uphill battle to try and figure out, can they, how can they beat Donald Trump? But this, this, this squad, this left-wing squad, as most of you probably know, I mean, they are so far out of touch on multiple issues, multiple platforms with with mainstream America. And other than those, you know, they are heroes. There's no doubt that the squad is a hero to those on the far left. I mean, they're high-fiving and pumping and everything's great. The problem is that radical left wing doesn't have the numbers necessary to to pull off what they're trying to pull off. Because the left wing attacks everybody. It will attack me as a a Christian worldview guy. It will attack uh, me because I'm a conservative. It will attack me because I'm a social conservative. And they'll also attack liberals of the Democrat Party. Very interesting to watch. But nobody takes him seriously. And probably the most important thing to consider is President Trump is so sharp, he just keeps chumming uh, the radical left waters. And he keeps chumming the squad. What I mean by that is it's not a trait that I ever want to have, not a trait that I necessarily will say is admirable. But he certainly knows how to get under people's skin. And by getting under their skin, if they are a public person, and now with the media all over the story, because it is great clickbait to get people to keep going to the news, news pages or the cable TV shows, he knows how to get under their skin. And the next thing you know, they're saying things that the one-liners hit the news cycle, which is what, every five minutes? And, uh, you know, he <laughs> he just takes, he, the president, takes, takes advantage of every opportunity and every advantage. And so they keep taking the bait. The far left just keeps taking, taking the Trump bait. And I think that they're digging a bigger and bigger hole. Then you have Nancy Pelosi. Now, Nancy Pelosi and I have nothing in common, but I have a great deal of respect for the wily, the wise Democrat leader in the House. She's been around a long time. She knows what she's doing. She certainly knows how to read numbers, certainly knows how to read polls, focus groups. And she has a good memory because she was there. She remembers and I'm not talking about the merits, whether the president should or should not be impeached, but she remembers the Republicans many moons ago and the backlash the Republicans took when they got on the case to impeach President Clinton. And she knows the backlash that came from certain sectors of the country, and she knows that the country ain't buying impeachment right now. The country's not buying what the Democrat party would be selling if they would have voted for impeachment last night. And oh by the way, if it were to if it were to proceed, then it would have to go to the Senate for a trial. That's not happening. This is all another exercise in political maneuvering. And by the way, if you haven't heard the impeachment vote, well, the president might have used the word bigly as it went down in huge flames. The vote, 95 yeas, 332 nays. Huge victory for the president. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. In a minute, a rare moment, because I will be taking President Trump to task for some of his comments last night in that rally in North Carolina. I'll be right back.
3: Kim was driving down the road right by the fourth hole. Someone yelled, Four golf ball hit her windshield she wasn't worried her first thought was a new free windshield and cash on the spot she called 813-96-GLASS 813-96-GLASS if it's chipped or cracked we'll buy it back we turn your broken glass into cold hard
4: cash auto glass america up to 100 cash back with comprehensive insurance
0: dearly beloved We are gathered here to join this man and this woman in the bonds of holy matrimony.
5: Does your marriage seem like it's become dull, routine, no excitement or adventure?
6: Then log on to our station website and use the keyword Stronger to get a free ebook from Family Life Stronger Forever. A personalized six week plan to grow your marriage closer to God and closer to each other. Again, it's free, it'll help you put the zing back in your relationship
5: and when you log on you'll also be entered to win an adventure with your spouse on Family Life's Love Like You Mean It Marriage Cruise
6: so log on now get the free ebook Stronger Forever and enter to win a memorable luxury cruise that could re-spark your marriage for your free downloadable ebook and to enter to win the cruise go to letstalkfaith.com
1: keyword stronger that's letstalkfaith.com keyword stronger
7: thanks for listening today to Faith Talk We'd like to introduce you to a new radio program, The Living Word with Pastor Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship. Each weekday, Pastor Danny will walk you through the scriptures, verse by verse, passionately sharing the truth and hope of the gospel for a lost and dying world. Find out more at ccfstpete.church.
1: The Living Word with Danny Hodges, weekdays at 10.30 a.m. on Faith Talk, a.m. 570, 910, and at letstalkfaith.com.
2: Welcome back, Floridians. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm your host, Bill Bunkley. As always, we are greatly honored to have you allowing us to be part of your afternoon and hope that uh, through our discussions, even if we agree to disagree, we all come away better informed. Now, since I anticipate that uh, there might be uh, some folks or folks who might take issue with uh, my opinion, I'm about to share. Let me give you the telephone number. Love to entertain your call. 877 943 9673. That's 877 943 9673. I want to talk about the president's appearance last night, speech, if you will, in Greenville, North Carolina. First of all, the president. Definitely on a roll. Packed out arena again. Red, white, and blue. Very enthusiastic supporters. President said thousands were turned away again. So while Joe Biden has his rallies of, uh, the president said, 200, 250 people or 219 people, or whatever he said, certainly the populist president, uh, Mr. Trump, uh, really enjoys a very, a very big and enthusiastic following. But I'm going to tell you that I think he made two huge mistakes last night. And they would be two huge mistakes that I would share with the president if I was sitting in the Oval Office this morning, excuse me, this afternoon face-to-face. Now now hear me through and understand where I'm coming from, because each of you listening and myself and and Mike, Miracle, our producer, uh, you know, we all have the same, but we also can have slightly different perspectives based on our world of view based on our experiences. Now what I do is, uh, from the four or five o'clock hour, I really uh, enjoy and embrace, Uh, what could be three slightly diverse audiences. we got our folks listening on the biz station. We've got our folks listening on the answer stations. And, of course, we've got our folks in the faith-based stations. But understand that though I take in consideration all three worldviews that where I come from myself as a practicing Christian, a follower of Christ, that a Christian worldview is very important to me. It's uh, the bedrock of my life. Now. I would suggest everyone to take a look at the claims of Christ, obviously. But I can assure you that whatever your choices are in life, I will respect your choices. And, especially in this country, I will respect your choice to to have a faith component of your choosing that might not be Jesus Christ. Now, I might try to still convince you, because our faith is certainly about proselytizing and sharing the gospel. But I want to just say... What I'm about to criticize the president for comes from my worldview, and if nothing else, if you're not a practicing Christian, if you don't go to church a lot, at least kind of listen, because I hope in what I'm going to share is going to at least enlighten you a little bit about folks who are uh, of the evangelical base. Now, It's very obvious that uh, I have been extremely supportive of the president's uh, position on many, many issues, including religious liberty. There is no doubt that this president, in terms of his actions, has been more effective for the subgroup that I'm in, uh, which is conservatives and then religious conservatives, more than probably a lot of presidents combined. So keep in mind. I am very pleased with that aspect uh, of the president's uh, platform you also know that I have been critical of the president uh, when he will refer to somebody based on some some physical characteristic or uh, you know sometimes the personal attacks um, uh, that's 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 not just who I am but that's also not what my faith is Um, following teaches me. But we have been uh, tolerant. Uh, The President's going to be the President. One thing that I will say about the President, he is genuine. Now there's some genuine things that I'd like to work with him with. Uh, But on the other hand, through that, he has related directly to many pockets of the American people and many of you because of his straightforward manner and some would say, hey, he just calls it like he sees it. I get that. I get that. But I believe the president made a, uh, a significant mistake last night. And I hope that his friends in Dallas, uh, his friends at Liberty University, those that are on the Evangelical Council, I hope that they were already tweeting him last night. Now, if you were watching last night, you will know that the president was on a roll. And he did something last night that he's never done before publicly. Publicly. God's name was used in vain twice last night. I hesitate, but for those of you who didn't see it and are not aware of it, I'll give you the two letters. Twice he was illustrating an example or a conversation, and he used the word G.D. I will not repeat that, but you probably know what G.D. means. Or if he were to, uh, you know, a lot of people will take the name of Jesus, and uh, if they bang their finger, have uh, have an argument with their spouse or whatever, you know, his name can be taken in vain as well. Now, here's my point, and we're going to take a break in the middle of this. First of all, let me pull off the side of the road. I am not naive about people and cursing in this country. And, in fact, I get, perv- I get, I get extra frustrated when I go to a movie theater or the mall or somewhere, and I, we happen to be passing or close to a group of kids where every other word is the F-bomb. F this, F that, F the other, and let's just say I'm still old-fashioned. What you do in one decorum may not be what you do in another, but as Christians, we we, we, we try our best uh, to be consistent and to consistently not go there. But before we take a break, and we'll open up for phone lines be open, and I'll finish up my my uh, my monologue, opinion. Look, I. First of all, you veterans that are listening, you veterans who have been on the battlefield and the foxholes going door to door, you know what? Don't think that I don't get it in in tough situations where there's cursing. Don't think that I don't get it when you're out on a fishing trip with a bunch of guys and gals and uh, you lose the big one. And, Lord, I know... Uh, about the golf course. And let me just say, I have been in many conversations with public officials in their private offices. And don't take this wrong, sailors, but just the term. Man, they can cuss like a sailor. But guess where they don't do it? When they're on the floor, when they're speaking. So I'm going to tell you the conclusion of this in a moment, but phone lines are open 877-943-9673. Stay tuned because I'm going to finish up my beef
8: with the president. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump has announced that a U.S. naval vessel, the USS Boxer, has destroyed an Iranian drone in the Strait of Hormuz. The USS Boxer took action after the drone closed to within 1,000 yards of the warship and ignored multiple calls to stand down. The president calling on other countries to condemn what he says are Iran's attempts to disrupt the freedom of navigation and global commerce in the strategic waterway in the Persian Gulf region. A fire at an animation studio in Kyoto, Japan, has killed 33 people. That fire was deliberately set. In sports, Tiger Woods shooting a 7 over 78, his worst ever opening round at a British Open. Woods will now struggle to make the weekend cut. American J.B. Holmes leads at 5 under. Stocks finished higher. The Dow picked up three points. The Nasdaq ahead 22. The S&P gained 11. This is SRN News.
6: Somebody is going to win a free cruise aboard Family Life's Love Like you mean It Marriage Cruise, visiting the beautiful Caribbean, and it could be you. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword "stronger."
5: When you enter, you'll also receive their free ebook, "Stronger Forever," that includes a personalized six-week plan to grow your marriage.
6: For your free downloadable ebook and to enter to win the cruise, go to Let'sTalkFaith.com keyword stronger
9: once upon a time many years ago customers would find your business with this big thick book full of phone numbers and competitors phone numbers it was a heavy (laughs) cumbersome yellowish looking thing i believe they called it a phone book you'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call hello we've come a long way now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you you can reach customers total market penetration for increased ROI learn more at surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers
5: across america it's snoring season right now 90 million americans make this sound every night snoring can be caused by breathing through your mouth when you sleep If you have a blocked or narrow nose, then you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, causing snoring. Thankfully, there's Mute, an ingenious Australian invention that could quiet the snoring season once and for all. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device that sits inside the nose, supporting your airway and keeping it open while you sleep. You'll breathe more easily through your nose and snore less. In fact, in trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute, allowing them both a better night's sleep. Put snoring season to bed, America.
0: Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more. Snore less. Sleep better. Don't let that keep you down.
2: Hey, we're back. The Bill Bunkley Show. Bill Bunkley here. If you're just joining us, I have um, I have a beef with the president. And I have some advice for the president. And uh, I'm uh, going to be finishing my, my opinion monologue. Quite frankly, as if the president was sitting here or I was sitting in his Oval Office. That's just kind of the way I'm wired. Some of you, just to bring you up to speed, last night the president was in Greenville, North Carolina. Absolutely fantastic venue. Sold out, riding high since the impeachment vote went down in flames bigly, as the president would say. Uh, so I get it. A lot of enthusiasm, a lot of hype. I think he's doing great in terms of. Uh, his uh, his uh, platform and positioning compared to the, the big fight going on between the Democrats uh, of the far radical left and the liberals of the party. But uh, very quickly last night, he did something that I've never heard him do before in a public setting. Not once but twice he cursed. And uh, for evangelicals, what he said, though, A majority of the way the the shakeout now in America, I get it, and those that are not church, faith, evangelical affiliated, I know that cursing is very much a part of the American life. And uh, I'm not talking, though I am, but I'm not, but I'm talking more specifically about last night the president twice used the word GD. The words, I should say, should say GD. And here's what I want to say. I'm not naive. I know those words are spoken every day. I know Jesus' name is taken in every day and uh, all sorts of other words, the F-bombs. I get it. I get it. But here's where I'm coming from with a couple points. I know that the president is a populist, and he's got a lot of the popular vote. And I know a lot of people with the popular vote are, are drawn to him because, man, he is he's a gazillionaire, but he is plain spoken and direct, and he doesn't mind getting personal if he has to. Well, that combination is uh, a draw to a, a lot of people, and that's probably going to be one of the main, well, the fact, number one, he's right on the issues, and a lot of the issues that are those listening to folks, most folks listening today but how he manipulates the political landmines, the political landscape, uh, this particular approach um, is going to very well be uh, some of the techniques that he's going to be elected president come next November. But I want to say a couple things. And I know, I know that we have uh, Tyler hanging on a man of teeth. Tyler, just hang on. And that, that is this. Number one, as I said before the last break, I've spent two-plus decades around public officials. And let me tell you, most of the time, what you see at a church, someone speaking at a church, or you see him on TV, or you see him on a house floor, or making a speech, by and large, you're not going to see people cursing. And I don't know many uh, who would take any kind of the Lord's name in vain. Why? Well, you know, for many people, it doesn't doesn't rock their boat one way or another, but if you're evangelical and serious about your faith, I tell you both times he said it last night, I just I just tensed up. So why did I tense up? Well, I'm not naive. I, I, I'm sure that there's a lot of um, interesting language the President uses uh, among his staff, among uh, his close um, advisors. Because oftentimes you can, you know, a person, if they choose, can speak a little more plainly and openly. But there's a long standing tradition. And I'm in the traditions. But you know what? President Trump represents more than being the current President of the United States. President Trump represents the office of the President of the United States. One of the most unique offices in world history from the day men were created and women. I have a 13-year-old son. We've got a lot of kids around the country and if I can be honest with you, first of all, I still 100% support the president, but I hope I can be honest with you that I don't like it when he gets personal and I don't like it now that he's using Uh, words that uh, just shouldn't be spoken. Why? Because evangelicals make up an important part of his base. Even if the president sees nothing wrong with it, the fact that the the age-old multi-year tradition is you just don't swear and especially use words like that from the bully pulpit, from standing behind that presidential seal. Because as you can well imagine at 13, and oftentimes like today I'm broadcasting from home because of my cancer treatment, you know, uh, it's very open what I share day in and day out, and, you know, kids are impressionable. Well, as we talk about cursing and uh, the prohibition of cursing, et cetera, et cetera, you know, all I need is uh, for my youngster to sit in front of the TV set and hear his president saying things that we just don't say. And then i got to explain or try to explain it. So all I'm saying is this. I'm not happy with the president. I would strongly urge that he not use those words again, primarily because I think it's wrong, but, but also he doesn't need to. He's a very effective communicator with, with folks who like directness without using those words. So I ask you, you don't want to turn off any vote by anyone. If he were not to use that word again, he's not going to turn any of you that may be listening that are more of the secular crowd. You're not going to, you know, that that's going to have uh, just a, a point of conversation. But I tell you what, if this continues, there could, and hear me out, the word is could, there could be a backlash among men and women of faith who are really wired not to go there. And right now, they are President Trump's firm supporters in many cases. But I say, Mr. President, man, I love what you're doing. I appreciate you. And let me just say from my worldview, I have heard that, you know, in the last uh, year or two, you have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And uh, none of us expect you to be perfect and to know everything about the walk. But I would say, Mr. President, remember that you represent the presidency of the United States. And we've got a lot of millennials that have kind of gotten off track. And I hope that the future isn't a future of discourse of just a lot of public cursing and public uh, denunciation of things that are very important to to men and women of faith. So uh, with that, I hope you understand. And please, uh, have I ever said a curse word? Yes. But even in all my years, that or the J word was not, was not something I would go to. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. It is my fervent heart that you will understand what I'm saying. But I felt like I had no other choice than to to share what I believe is important and on my heart today. Let's go to Manatee County. Tyler, Tyler. All right, Tyler, where'd you go, man? You were next. By the way, if you want to call back, we'll get you. 877-943-9673. Let's go to uh, Jim in uh, Hillsborough County. Hey, Bill. Hey, man. How you doing?
11: I'm doing great. Uh, you know, last night, I'm going to correct you, he cursed three times. He dropped the S-bomb
2: first. and then I, thought, I missed that. I missed that one.
11: Yeah, yeah, he dropped that one first. And I thought, Mr. President, come on, please. And then he did the uh, the first GD, and I went, ooh, ow, that hurt. And when he did the second one, I almost got up and turned it off. I was so taken aback. You know, I, I understand uh, presidents. Uh, Johnson was extremely profane. Nixon was profane, and he was a, he was a Quaker. Uh, and by the way, let, let me interrupt. By, let me
2: Let me interrupt. All right. Both Bushes, okay, both Bushes knew how to throw a word out every now and then, but go ahead. I'm just, I'm just I'm trying to just say it's an equal opportunity thing, but you didn't hear it from a platform. Go ahead.
11: Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say, but at least they knew how to curb it when they were giving a speech. You know What they did behind the scenes, fine. That's their lifestyle. That's what they think is acceptable. I'm not going to judge them because that, that's what they do. But I don't think anyone, now this is is my view, I don't believe that anyone who is a true believer can say what our president said last night and not be convicted by the Holy Spirit. How can you curse the God who loved you and gave himself, gave his son for you? You can't do that and say that you are a dedicated follower of God, a Christian. you can't do that in my opinion. So for him to say that tells me that uh, he is ingenuous, that he, uh, he is not a, a follower of, of Christ and I like him even less. I'll certainly vote for him. I love what the man is doing uh, for my country, but he's never on my favorite person list and he's, he's less on it now. You know, I would not like to have the guy for a neighbor. I would not like to go out and, and uh, share a meal with him other than saying I was with the president. I, I, I don't like to be around people who take the name of my God and my Savior in vain. It just bothers me. And for anybody, including the president, to say that they are a follower of Christ, that they're one of God's chosen people, and, 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 and to say things like that, I, I question what they're saying.
2: Well, I'll just say, maybe a little more graceful, but I'll say that, yes, I cringed the second time, and, and then I started a dialogue, quite frankly, with our program manager uh, on some texting, because I sensed that the second one was uh, so impactful because the first one, and you're saying the same thing, and uh, I'll be a little more graceful to say, if he recently came to Christ, he certainly should have been convicted. But uh, my prayer last night, I know that uh, Dr. Jeffress out in Dallas and uh, uh, up at Liberty, uh, Falwell, uh, and the Advisory Council, I I just prayed that the Holy Spirit would just convict them and that some of these folks that are, are his advisors were on the uh, were on their text messages last night to begin this process because. I think you made a big mistake. Got a hard break coming up, but, Jim, hey, as always, thank you. And, uh, man, just be careful out there. I hear some boomers, and look forward to your next call.
11: Thank you. All right.
2: 877-943-9673. We got some more callers. We'll take your calls next on the Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be right back.
5: auto glass america has paid out over two million dollars buying back damaged windshields some people think this is too good to be true but just ask any of auto glass america's over seventy thousand customers if your windshield is chipped or cracked call us we'll buy it back no gimmicks no hassle no fuss no muss just cash in your pocket with a brand new windshield auto glass america at 813-96-GLASS if it's chipped or cracked we buy it back period
10: So go to Amazon now and get your Aqua Powders Vitamin C today. And remember, Aqua Powders transforms water into wellness.
6: Those of us who have raised children through their teenage years will probably agree with this observation. Toddlers seem to know all the questions about life, and teenagers seem to know all the answers. I confess that was true of me as a teen. Fortunately, I had patient parents who knew I would learn better. Fortunately, God is patient with our questions and he has provided answers in his word that will lead us from immaturity to maturity if we embrace the answers. The more we read and embrace the Bible's teachings, the more of God's answers we discover to life's deepest questions. This is David Jeremiah, encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's path to maturity
1: on Route 66. Route 66. Driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com. Start your journey home today. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, Mm -hmm. phones, Mm -hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. (laughs) Your weight is up. (laughs) You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting deemed just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! 800- 555 2085 Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085.
2: Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. The Bill Bunkley Show. Wrap it up, hour number one. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. If you're just joining us, I've uh, been talking about, uh, on one hand, the president is flying high. Great victory on the impeachment vote. On the other hand, well, I've uh, taken the president to task for using some words that, uh, no doubt, the sensitivity among evangelicals um, uh, is not good. Twice last night he used uh, the phrase GD, and uh, Jim said he swore another time, which I didn't catch earlier, but uh, along with Jim, who called in the second GD, I was just, I was like, bring in the heart monitors. Uh, so anyway, I have been uh, talking about the fact that as President, Commander-in-Chief, all the kids that are watching that office and everything, that even though I know that that term and other terms are used in very difficult situations, And by many people in this country, uh, it just, in my opinion, is not appropriate to be used in a public setting by the president of the United States. 877-943-9673. Let's go to Tony in Tampa. By the way, I am 100% supportive of the president's policy and the president being reelected. I'll be real clear with you, even though it's uh, a little frustrating right now. Tony, welcome to the show.
11: Well, thanks, Bill. We are, too. We're going to vote for him, and we support him. But we cringed, but I guarantee you this. I'm an acquaintance of the vice president. He was my parents' congressman and uh, governor uh, in Indiana, and I am sure, I am sure without a doubt, that Mike Pence had a word uh, for the president today and said, you just can't do that. You can't do that, or you will lose your base.
2: And, and, and you know, Tony, it was clear... That it was an off-the-cuff deal, it's not something that was on the teleprompter, not something that uh, his briefing with the speechwriters as they tweaked this deal, which those, I mean, that's my area where I know how all that works, by having been involved uh, with the White House events. But I'm just saying uh, that was an off-the-count uh, remark, and I'm glad you said that because um, I've been I've been so taken aback. And I'm thinking about his advisors. Surely, surely the vice president would be the first one to say, "Hey, boss, man, you're doing great," but but that one that that's not wise. And uh, and Pence is the real deal, isn't he?
11: I guarantee he said that. Pence is the real deal, absolutely. And I guarantee he said that.
2: Well, we're going to pray pray for the president, and uh, we're going to. I'm going to pray that God will just continue to speak to him and and through others, but. Uh, Tony, thanks for letting me know because I I, I didn't know how our audience would react to this, but uh, uh, I'm just trying to bring together maybe two or three different points of view and a little understanding that that this is something that is really serious to evangelicals and he doesn't have to say this and, and quite frankly, from a political standpoint, do an unforced error.
11: Well, the other words don't necessarily bother us as much as G.D. We've never heard him say that before. Uh, we take that uh, commandment very seriously, and uh, it's not something that you hear around our house at all. But we all fall short. We yep. all are sinners yep. and fall short, so we're going to give him grace.
2: I got my, my falling short, too. Tony, got one more call. Thanks for being part of the show. Give me a call again, okay? Yep. Bye. All righty. Who we got next? Sarah, Hillsborough County, your time to be on a Bill Bunkley show. Your thoughts. Okay. Hello. Sarah. Yes. Bill Bunkley.
4: Okay, just a minute. Bill Bunkley, Cheryl, your
2: thoughts. Yep, oh. I hear myself in the background. Loyal listener, love it. Bill Bunkley. Okay, just Sarah. There you go. Hello, Miss, Miss Sarah. I I am here waiting because I want to okay. talk to you.
4: I had to switch phones. Um, I just want to say. That I am sick, physically sick over this.
2: Mm. <clears throat> now, were you sick before I mentioned it, or were you already aware of it?
4: I know. I didn't know a thing. I was waiting for you to drop the bomb while you were talking. But anyhow, what I am want to say is this. I assume on the very night he beat the impeachment he said this, right?
2: Uh, it was last night. Yes, ma'am. Kind of charged up, pumped up. Um, got about a minute, so go ahead quickly uh, because uh, I got I, 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 I an exit I'm for the I'm trying.
4: Office. I'm trying. I know. Okay. I love
2: you. but I love you. You're doing great.
4: <laughs> uh, He's done something very uh, ungodly. I'll put it that way. Yes, ma'am. He has just got a big raise in popularity. Yes? Uh, God, God's not going to overlook this. He saw it more than anybody. This could really hurt him. Not from the country, but God does not put up with this kind of shenanigans.
2: I I can understand that for sure.
4: well, I I don't know what else to say, but uh, God's liable to take his blessing off of him.
2: Well, we got to go, but I would say this. uh, I would say let's pray for the president, as we would for any president. Let's pray that, uh, from my point of view, he would see the error of his ways, that he would um, uh, be redeemed in this area, and that uh, God will lead and guide and direct, and he will listen. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be over on AM 570 and 910. Got to go. Be right back.
1: Saturday mornings at 8. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns a one-half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay. I appreciate that. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at Let's Talk Faith Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Pinellas Park. Online at Let's Talk Faith A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from
12: townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. There's more tensions between the United States and Iran today. President Trump says a U.S. warship destroyed an Iranian drone in the Strait of Hormuz. Mr. Trump says the engagement marks Iran's continued aggressiveness in the Persian Gulf. This is the
11: latest of many provocative and hostile actions by Iran against vessels operating in international waters.
12: He's calling on other countries to condemn what he says are Iran's attempts to disrupt the freedom of navigation and global commerce in the strategic waterway. Mr. Trump says the USS Boxer took action after the drone closed within 1,000 yards of the warship and ignore multiple calls to stand down. House Democrats have voted to raise the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour by 2025. North Carolina's
10: Bradley Byrne contends raising the wage will backfire. Effectively knocking the bottom rung off the career ladder and especially hurting young workers. Byrne cites a study from the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office that predicts raising the minimum wage could cost up to 3.7 million jobs. Wisconsin Democrat Mark Pocan. Uh, I do find it interesting to sit and listen to a debate today uh, where people who make $174,000 a year, and half of which are millionaires, are telling people they should be satisfied trying to exist on $15,000 a year. The Senate's not expected to take up the measure.
12: Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. The heat wave roasting much of the country is just getting started. Meteorologist Bob Orovek forecasts temperatures to soar past 100 degrees in part of the country Saturday and Sunday. Heat indices are going to be 105 to 115 degrees across parts of the Midwest from Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and then along the East Coast, especially across the urban corridor from Richmond up to D.C., Baltimore, Philadelphia, and New York City. They indoors and drink plenty of water. On Wall Street, the top slightly two points, the NASDAQ rose 22. More on these stories at townhall.com.
3: Morning Bullets is asking for the public to respond to a nationwide poll that could help shape political policy in 2020. This is your chance to be heard by the decision makers all the way up the chain. Their question should the federal government provide free health care to illegal immigrants? Yes or no? Visit Trump's Pulse on to let your voice be heard before the decisions are made for you. Medical services are guaranteed by the Emergency Treatment and Active Labor Act and require hospitals to provide care regardless of citizenship, legal status, or ability to pay. The Federation for American Immigration Reform reported that medical expenditures for illegal immigrants was over $17 billion in 2017 alone. The decision is up. Up for debate, and the policymakers want to hear what the public thinks. Should the federal government provide free health care to illegal immigrants? Yes or no? Go to Trumpspulseonamerica.com now to vote. That's Trumpspulseonamerica.com. Trumpspulseonamerica.com. Be heard.
12: Efforts are underway to eliminate attacks by Iran on ships in the Persian Gulf. We hear the latest from the Media Line's Charles B. Blasier.
5: Bahrain will hold a conference to discuss Iranian naval threats after the U.S. accused Tehran of harassing ships in the Gulf and perpetrating numerous attacks on vessels in Middle East waterways. Bahrain's foreign minister announced the summit from Washington alongside U.S. Special Representative for Iran Brian Hook, who is currently spearheading an effort to construct a coalition to ensure the Islamic Republic is unable to disrupt freedom of commerce and navigation. The foreign minister thereafter met with Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who thanked Bahrain for hosting last month's American-sponsored economic conference on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. The two discussed a broad range of issues, including countering the Iranian regime's destabilizing Regional activities. I'm Charles Biblasier, Town Hall News, Jerusalem.
12: News and analysis at themedialine.org and townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A judge denied bail for jail financier Jeffrey Epstein on sex trafficking charges Thursday, saying the danger to the community that would result if the jet-setting defendant was free formed the heart of his decision. Epstein showed no reaction to the announcement by U.S. District Judge Richard M. Berman. His lawyers did not comment afterward. Victims' attorney, Stan Pottinger says he hopes that the judge's decision to deny Jeffrey Epstein bail will give other victims the courage to come forward. The
9: case now needs to go forward on the merits. Our clients will cooperate in every way possible. And we urge, and they and we urge, those who may still be wondering, should I come forward? Should I be a part of this process? Yes, you should. You can trust the process. You should come forward. help see that justice is done.
12: The decision means Epstein will remain behind bars while he fights charges that he exploited dozens of girls in the early 2000s. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters.
0: Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show
2: Welcome back. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm your host, Bill Bunkley, and um, we are, as always, delighted to have you back with us this afternoon if you've been with us for the first hour. And for those of you, because of your schedule, you can't catch us to the 5 o'clock hour, hey, we're always glad to welcome you in here on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Well, if you were with me during the last hour, you know that I have... um, I have been sounding off, if, it, if, it, if you will, about um, something that I wanted to have a dialogue with you, our listeners, having to do with uh, President Trump's speech last night in Greenville, North Carolina. President, as I've said a couple of times, just resetting it for those of you just uh, just joining us, President was riding high. He had just uh, saw a crushing defeat to a move to impeach him in the U.S. House. Um, and so uh, he was on a roll. Sold out crowd, red, white, and blue. Typical Trump. Thousands, uh, he says, waiting outside to get in. Couldn't get in. One thing was different last night. Uh, he He's used some swearing words. But last night, uh, not once but twice, it was the using of the word GD. Most of you probably know what that is, and uh, it was interesting because uh, even one of our callers, Jim, was sharing that the second time he did it, and I had the same reaction. I was like, I mean, I just uh, I just shuddered, and um, especially because this is the president, President of the United States, uh, people who have uh, public positions just just don't go there, uh, and um I think about our kids. I think about my 13-year-old son that he's certainly getting a front-row civics lesson that few kids ever get at the age of 13. And I'm broadcasting from the house, and, uh, you know, sometimes he'll hear what what the subject is. So, uh, you know, he certainly certainly knows who his dad is, but also, you know, is uh, pretty up on the issues. But I want to make a couple more follow just very quickly because we're gonna, we're going to talk about uh, something that absolutely is spiritual, and that is a prayer that the United States House of Representatives chaplain shared on the House floor. And uh, man, I tell you what, you 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 just couldn't enjoy that one. But let me just say this. What we try to do here is to have a dialogue, and what we try to do is to have uh, an understanding. People are not cookie cutter. We're not all the same, and I I feel that that I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish, and that is those of us who are Orthodox Christians, those of us who are practicing evangelicals, Though they may have been words in our past before we got saved. Though they may have been part of who we were before we came to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. But, uh, you know, as uh, one of our callers said, it's kind of, incom- it's not kind of, it is incompatible for someone to use the word GD and then call themselves a Christian. Or, you know, the J word, Jesus. Now, I'll tell you what, you want to get attention, you pray in Jesus' name, or you tell somebody Jesus loves them, as opposed to the Lord loves you, God loves you, all of those are, warrant the same majesty and glory and lifting up, but, you know, but you also hear someone hits their nail on the head, you know, hits their finger, or something happens, and someone will... Well, they'll, they'll voice the word Jesus or GD, and it certainly isn't in a worshipful manner. Now, what I wanted to accomplish was that people who are not, you know, weekly church growers, evangelicals, and I will yield that that number is shrinking more and more, and uh, we, we, you know, we've got to just be more attentive to the Holy Spirit to get out and share the truth of folks, but... What I didn't want to go uh, unnoticed, and I think it was uh, proved out in today's phone calls, that if you're if you're not a regular church attender, and I know that we've lost our uh, answer audience and our biz audience, uh, they are not part of our programming for the second hour, but it was important because uh, both two of our callers really demonstrated the point that. Using that word is very, very offensive to evangelicals. And if you're not an evangelical, and because those words are used, as I mentioned earlier, man, I certainly appreciate uh, our Marines, our Rangers, what they have gone through in Afghanistan and Iraq. and, And I'm not naive. I know the language that goes on uh, in not only armed forces, but uh, as the tough training's going on and you're out in a life and death situation, I get it. Uh, Fishing, I mentioned as well. If you've been on a a, a fishing boat with a lot of folks, uh, you're going to hear a lot. You know, playing golf, you're going to hear those expressions. And, you know, and quite frankly, you go to Walmart or you go to International Mall, you go to... uh, You know, a Circle K in the inner city, or you go to, you know, a Macy's on Fifth Avenue. You're going to hear those words all the time. But there's a difference, I think, when the president uses it not once but twice. And we've never heard this president go there before. But I want to just end with this. Both our callers who were practicing evangelical Christians, they were both offended. And I want to tell you that though the secular media who really has no idea how you and I think as, as Christ followers, evangelicals, the secular media would not even know how to pick up that in this subgroup that is very, very supportive of the president, that this subgroup the president very, very needs to be part of his base, that using those kind of words is a real, real, real bigly put off. Now, as I said before, I'll say again, we're going to move on. I am, the president has been stellar on his policies. I can't say 100%, you're not going to 100% anywhere, but i tell you what, this president and his policies and his continuation of what he wants to do is, uh from a Christian worldview, conservative worldview, I mean, they are, they are multiplied times what other presidents have done. A lot of lip service for men and women of faith, Christ followers from all sorts of politicians. Uh, but, you know, I've been in this game about 25 years uh, in Tallahassee, and uh, politicians become masterful at talking a good game, not necessarily always as masterful about delivering what they promise. And um, I certainly have been around many, many, many conversations where, um, you know, people are are using those words. So all you heard it from our listeners, and many of you get it, but those of you that came over from our uh, answer audience and our biz audience, just know, I hope you just heard that you might not think it's a big deal Because you don't walk in those circles. But it is a big deal. And uh, evangelicals are pretty tight. They talk. They share. Um, A pastor's point of view is very important. I don't know many pastors who, you know, if they watched it live or they heard about it, that they haven't just sort of uh, maybe looked up to the sky or shaken their heads because... Uh, As we'd like to pray for our president and for him to come along, not not a piece of positive news. And even if you don't see the evangelical point of view, I hope you at least see that as we're raising up our children, and I have a teenager, I, I just don't want him to witness that kind of conduct from his president. Even though I know that conduct behind the scenes goes on so many places, I'll just stand my ground. It's not appropriate for the President of the United States. So let's pick up this pace here. Phone lines are open. I will take your call if you want to share about that. But when I come back, there is somebody who is praying in the Holy Spirit, and uh, there's no check marks on this next story. Don't go away. We'll hear from what the chaplain of the U.S. House of Representatives, Had to pray. And, again, those phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back.
9: Surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention. So many ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out for the resources and know-how to make it all work. There's Salem Surround. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. You didn't sign up for a dull marriage. So get a free
6: ebook from Family Life, Stronger Forever, a six-week plan to put the zing back in your relationship.
5: Log on to our station website and use the keyword stronger. Again, it's free.
6: You'll also be entered to win an adventure with your spouse on Family Life's Love Like You Mean It Marriage Cruise. For your free downloadable ebook and to enter to win the cruise, go to letstalkfaith.com, keyword
13: stronger. There's no question you need Omega-3s. Omega 50-plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now, it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765.
1: Nothing is more important than protecting your family and get a free quote professional installation and full smart home service for as little as two dollars per day equipment purchase or service agreement required conditions apply call now a smart home is a safer home so protect your family and your property home or business with a vivid smart home system call 800-311-6855 800-311-6855
11: that's 800-311-6855 800-311-6855
7: On Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teaching. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look.
1: Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden. Weeknights at 6 30 on Faith Talk 570,
6: 910, and FM
13: 102.1. Call me the waters,
2: We're back, Bill Bunkley, the Bill Bunkley Show, Thursday afternoon. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Hey, in a moment, uh, after we take some calls, you don't want to miss this next story. House chaplain was really praying up a storm on the floor, of the United States House of Representatives. Uh, that story is up next. Phone lines open at 877-943-9673. Let's head on over to St. Pete and Carol is on the line Carol. welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Well thank you. I
14: really love your show. I watch it daily but uh, I am a believer and I did not vote for President Donald Trump yes ma'am. but I have uh, love what he's doing and so I've been standing up for for him but what, what I don't understand is. Once you become a Christian and set Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are gifted with the Holy Spirit.
2: Which yes. leads
14: you to all truth and convict you of all wrong. For President Trump to say that twice, because for me, anything that I say and do that's wrong, I get convicted and I have to repent right
11: then. Right.
14: So uh, I believe you're going to be a sinner, be a sinner. If you're going to be a believer, Christian, be one. I like what he's doing for our country. But we have to realize what the word says. I know you know what James 3.16 says. And President Trump is always angry. And like you said, with your your son, that you don't want your son uh, 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 watching that and we tell our kids, uh, "Don't you can't use that word. Don't use it." But then you, your kids are watching the president on the stage, and he's using those words. And the other word to use. So uh, I don't know uh, what to say because I'm a d- democratic all these years, and I went yes, over Republican. A lot of people get angry with you because I uh, lift up President Trump because. Your word, the word says, not my word, God's word, that we are supposed to pray for our leaders and those of of, uh, authority over us. So, uh, I'm I'm a mother of six, a grandmother of 25, a great grandmother of 10.
2: Man, what a quiver! Wow. (laughs) Yes, I, 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 I am
14: blessed. I am blessed, and so what the legacy I want to leave with my children. Grandma really loved the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and I put yes. my faith in, in in them. I trust them. Their word is solid as a rock. So what President Trump, I didn't know about that. I just heard it through your show. What he said was wrong. Has he been t- repenting for that or put anything on tw- Twitter because he loves to be on that? Yeah. The saying I messed up, I messed up, Rectify what he said. Because I don't see how any child of God that really see is in love with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit to use that word.
2: Well, I will just say, and, and I'm, uh, I, I'm with you, I would just say I don't know his heart. Uh, I, if he has accepted the Lord, it was very recently. Yes, the Holy Spirit, I believe, is, uh, some of our listeners would disagree, but I believe that when you're born again, you get the Holy Spirit, and then as you yield to him, that's where some of the workings, manifestations, those type of things uh, come to follow. But he's a baby Christian, so, uh, but I agree with you, if 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 he can uh, go forth and continue to do this, he's not having the fruit that we talk about in Galatians, but I want to I want to circle back just as a point of education before I'll let you go. One of the things I'm trying to do is I have a vast audience. I have my Christian folk. I have my conservative folks who are not necessarily faith believers. And I've got uh, folks listening on our business channel who may not be church attenders. What I'm also trying to do is not only would I educate the president. You may not know it, but people who know scripture can be really offended by this. But I also am trying to get so many other folks, who would never know because they hear this term, these terms in the culture so much. Well, yeah, I would assume a Christian wouldn't like it, but but they don't they don't know how offensive this could be toward a Christian, and how they react to that, of course, is a whole other story. But but, Carol, what I want you to share is, you know, people on the outside have got to realize that using this language. To someone who is a leader, and certainly the President of the United States, it, it 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 just doesn't th- that dog doesn't hunt with Christian folks. And and I'm trying to do a little education here. I'm uh, I'm just praying because I'm not trying to open up a can of worms and put the president uh, you know in a bad light. But you know my show, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell it like it is, both sides. But talk a little bit about the fact that somebody who might not be a Christian is listening to understand that at the very least the president has to understand that this is something that uh, you, you just don't keep saying and, and not going to turn off people the christian faith right so we'll pray
14: for him that God that that that, that uh, he allowed God to put a watch over his mouth and guard his you go. <laughs> uh, heart and mind because the heart is the soul and That's what it. you plant in that in your heart the seed the word of God got will harvest that seed. there's no way God gonna harvest that seed if you saying GD and all of that
4: That's And right. we gotta
14: be we gotta be careful who? Uh, who represents us because the word says any is already here?
2: Yep.
14: It was yep. already here the word also said that the elect are going to be deceived So yep. we got to say in the word God's word is true. It is written and so we, what we'll do, we'll pray for President Trump like the word said. And like you said, he's drinking milk right now. We're going to pray that he starts uh, Get on that food, ASAP.
2: <laughs> Hard food, yes. ASAP. Yes. All right, Carol. You keep
14: doing what you're doing, and I am so blessed for your show and you. Uh, how you are standing on God's word by jesus Christ, you are healed and made
2: whole that's right thank you i'm praying that and i know you're one of my prayer warriors keep praying got about another year to go uh possibly with some of the side effects but you just keep praying because uh i i, I i'm i'm doing this to come back for my wife my son but primarily for my lord and uh satan's been trying to knock me off off this uh platform and in tallahassee and i've just rebuked them and bind them in jesus name and uh, i want to get back to tallahassee and add that to what i'm doing here but thank you sister for praying for me
14: yeah we keep praying for one another and we pray for our nation because our nation needs healing we're under attack we need healing
2: that's right miss carol thank you so much glad to have you with us look forward to being blessed next time you're along all right, 877 943 9673. Who's next, Mike? Okay, we got a drop off. Why do you drop off? I'm going to have to talk about patience one of these days and remind you of some of the patient verses. No, I'm just kidding. I really am just kidding. Understand that, uh, look, people are busy. You hop on, you hop off. But if you want to call back, we'll try and get you in. 877 943 9673. That's 877 877- nine, four, three, nine, six, seven, three. Well, let me, let me switch gears. And 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 by the way, if you want to call about this, we'll circle back. But uh, let me, let me lift this thing up a little bit for uh, an encouraging time. There are, you know, there's times where, uh, you know, we got to do a little business on a Bill Bunkley show. And sometimes it isn't, uh, you know, as pleasurable and uh, enthusiastic uh, in terms of what we deal with. But the, okay, who do we have? All right, um, we're going to take Larry's call, take a break, and when I come back, you don't want to miss how this chaplain of the house was praying, but let's go to Larry in Zephyr Hills. Larry, welcome to Bill Bunkley show.
11: Hey, Bill, how are you doing today?
2: Uh, day by day, man, that's that's my life. I don't look at tomorrow the that's next great. day. I just, I'm, today's the day.
11: <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Um, I just wanted to mention that... Uh, we have to be a little understanding, maybe he's patient with uh, President Trump. He's he's going through a whole lot. I can imagine yep. all the things he hears of every day in his briefings and stuff. And now he's had to put up with all this stuff from the uh, four uh, what he calls the uh, horsewoman of a co- apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> and uh,
11: I just I just hope everybody prays for him because. Um, as passionate as he is, uh, his language will tend to flutter at times, I'm sure, but uh, he's all in heart in the good way, you know.
2: Well, here's a couple things. Let me hop in. First of all, remember that Jesus said when the woman was caught in the act of adultery and the hypocrisy mm-hmm. that when she was brought before Jesus, the guy who was the other half of, uh, of the deal was nowhere in sight. And uh, with all the religious leaders, Jesus said, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, she sinned. you who are without sin cast the first stone. And, uh, you know, uh, they had the youngest to the oldest routine. So now that doesn't mean we're not supposed to be discerning uh, because we're supposed to be discerning, Have to be careful with the, the judgment part of it. But uh, the idea is is that, uh, and again, I, I'm just stating part of what you're talking about, the gray side. Here we have an yeah. individual who, who was born and raised in the rough and tumble uh, New York City. And uh, I'm not casting any aspersions, but, uh, you know, folks that tend to come from New York, particularly uh, in the city, they're very direct people. And, uh, they're very, uh, goal oriented people and very assertive. So he's got that going on. And in the world of construction, uh, I'm not saying anything bad, but you know, that's very hard work and who you work among in those areas. There's a fair amount of, uh, well, quite frankly, got the a little bit of cursing, got, 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 got the beer drinking in the end of a day where you're scorched by heat. So, you know, we want to reach out and share the gospel to folks and, uh, But uh, So you got that, and then, uh, you know, as I said earlier, there's no way anybody knew he was going to, I don't think he was going to come up with that. And I think when he got the vote totals on how the impeachment thing was so lopsided, and for all the talk of the Democrats, they knew if they would have voted for that, they were almost putting themselves in the grave for 2020, and that reality came out. I think he got on a roll. His old flesh came out and uh you know he thought he was talking to the buds on the construction site or something but you just you go back and look at that tape and you look at the expressions on the people's face the first time because he was in the middle of the bible belt i mean he's in greenville north carolina everybody knows evangelicals are are part of his base and i mean the eyes were like everybody had silver dollars in their eyes uh right after he said it because it was shocking and then to say it a second time but but uh, I like your perspective uh, because, uh, along with the fact that we, we have to we have to call out certain things if they're done in public, but at the same time, I sin today. You sin today. We all did something to sin today, and even though I'm saved, uh, sometimes it takes a while for us to uh, lose some of those old habits. So I'm not. I'm certainly not taking overly up for the president because I called him out today and said, you know, what you did from an evangelical standpoint is not only wrong, but keep doing it, it's going to hurt you. But, uh, but I certainly am on the grace side as well because of how I have made mistakes in my life, and the Lord has continued to love me. But I'll give you the last word. What's that?
11: Yes, sir. Well, thanks for your time, Bill. You have All right, a delightful man. day, Bubba.
2: Hey, man, you too. Be blessed to the Lord, my friend, next time. All right, let's do this. Let's, get, let's take a break. 877-943-9673. We'll continue to entertain your cause when I come back. I got an encouraging story. And for those of you who are like, wow, you know, I got one where you're going to be lifting it up, praising the Lord, and say, you go, Mr. Chaplin." That's next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. Got some encouragement coming right up.
1: W-262-CP, Bayonet Point.
12: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump says a U.S. warship destroyed an Iranian drone in the Strait of Hormuz amid heightened tensions between the two countries. Mr. Trump says it's the latest hostile act by Iran. He's calling on other countries to condemn what he says are Iran's attempts to disrupt the freedom of navigation and global commerce in the strategic waterway. Mr. Trump says the USS Boxer took action after the drone closed within 1,000 yards of the warship and ignored multiple calls to stand down. A U.S. senator is praising a judge's decision to keep financier Jeffrey Epstein behind bars. Republican Senator Ben Sass, the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Oversight Subcommittee, says New York federal judge Richard Berman's decision Thursday to keep Epstein jailed until trial wasn't a close call. Epstein is accused of sex trafficking.
5: That's 800-500-5588.
7: This is Dan Proft for townhall.com. In a sense, the 2020 race is shaping up as a choice between two Bernies, a right Bernie and a left Bernie. Do you like the capitalist Bernie or the Bolshevik Bernie? These two Bernies have neatly defined the choice in 2020. On the one hand is Home Depot founder, the creator of a half a million jobs, and billionaire Bernie Marcus, who is spending his golden years giving away his money to worthy causes. On the other hand is Soviet devotee, Senator Bernie Sanders, who's spending his golden years the same way he spends his formative ones, giving away other people's money. Bernie Marcus is an unabashed Trump supporter, undeterred by threats of a Home Depot boycott by Marxist mobsters. Bernie Sanders is an unrepentant redistributionist who said on Meet the Press recently, his goal is, quote, to make the poor richer and the rich poorer, end quote. Bernie Marcus doesn't believe helping people is his zero-sum proposition. Bernie Sanders believes everything should be free except freedom. Which Bernie will you support in 2020? I'm Dan Pratt. The Pepperdine School of
0: Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the irs back taxes payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates, and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again.
4: And God says i'm gonna turn it into something different i'm gonna turn it into something good i'm gonna take all the broken pieces and make something beautiful like only i
9: could so put it all in the hands of the father give it up give it all over to the only one who can turn it into
4: something beautiful
2: welcome back bill bunkley here and uh Trying to get back with you and all of a sudden had something in my throat. 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Well, you don't hear about this next important Christian worldview story often. This comes to us from CBN News. Steve Warren is reporting and it has to do with Reverend Patrick J. Conroy. Reverend Conroy is the current chaplain of the United States House of Representatives. Now, a lot of things have been happening on the House floor, years of history on the House floor, all of the joint sessions. And, of course, now the, uh, that chamber is controlled by a um, Democrat, Nancy Pelosi, and uh, the Democrats. And so as uh, CBN was reporting, you know, we've been, last few days, that House has been hearing debate to condemn, to condemn the president's tweets, claiming that uh, they were racist uh, treats, uh, tweets, and then uh, had that uh, vote last night to impeach him. Uh, to say the least, uh, I agree with CBN News, it's been a divisive, and of course a very busy week in that chamber. But usually there is a couple of moments where unity, peace, comes to the chamber. It's been happening uh, every, every year since 1789. Because every session is opened by the house chaplain. Now, this morning, the right Reverend Patrick J. Conroy, current chaplain, well, he offered a prayer. Now, the prayer only lasted a couple of minutes. That as he was praying, he, quote, was praying to cast out spirits of darkness from the chamber. His prayer was also went out on the airwaves on C-SPAN and also being shared on social media. Conroy was praying, and I quote, This has been a difficult and a contentious week in which darker spirits seem to have been at play in the people's house. In your most holy name, I now cast out all spirits of darkness from this chamber. Spirits not from you. I cast out the spirit of discouragement, which deadens the hope of those who are of goodwill. I cast out the spirit of petty divisiveness, which clouds the sense and desires to be of fruitful productivity in addressing the issues more appropriately before this house. The Reverend went on and he said, and I quote, I cast out any sadness brought on by the frustration of dealing with matters detrimental to the honorable work each member has been called to engage in. Pour out, O Lord, your sacred oil, as you did upon Aaron of old. Appoint your servants here in the house with a healing balm to comfort and renew the souls of all in this assembly. May your spirit of wisdom and patience be sent upon all so that any spirit of darkness might have no place in our midst. Rather, let your spirit of comedy, C-O-M-I-T-Y, I should say, of brother and sisterhood, the love of our nation, and of all colleagues in this chamber, Empower our better angels to be a play in the common work to be done for the benefit of all your people. May all that is done within the people's house be for your greater honor and glory. Amen. Reverend Conroy is uh, the 116th chaplain of the United States House of Representatives. He will be serving there until the year 2021. Now, other than the reference to our better angels, um understand the, um, the encouragement with which, which it was made, but um, other than that, uh, a verse to sort of contemplate. What a prayer to pray over the house. But I want to go a little bit further. Spiritual warfare is real. It's going on right now. It's going on all around us. It may be going on in your home. with your spouse with your children with your extended family where you work where you play where you worship now for you see this prayer is not a prayer just for the House of Representatives it is a prayer that I think you ought to look at you ought to study And it can be modified to be a prayer offered up to cleanse your home, to reset your home, to pray the blood of Jesus on your home, a hedge of protection of thorns around your horn, your home. Because the key principle to know is, if you are truly born again, and Jesus Christ is your Savior, if you have unduly evil spiritual activity around you in your home, if you know Jesus, don't don't take the Satan's lie to tell you that uh, you know. You are possessed by the devil. But I want to tell you something that I'm going to be talking about more in the future. I'm trying to get an expert on spiritual warfare to be with us for an entire hour. But I want to tell you there is much spiritual, excuse me, much satanic oppression. Oppression that is going on. There is a lot of spiritual oppression when it comes to our kids, those that linger over websites on the internet that they know they shouldn't. Watching YouTube videos that they know they shouldn't be watching. Using apps that they know they shouldn't be watching. Dr. Charles Stanley's solid teaching, and it goes back 20 or 30 years, Whatever you allow to come before your eyes, your senses. There is some tapes that are rolling. And they're rolling in your mind. And you may think you watch something or you experience something and it's all gone away. Think again. It's somewhere in those memory banks. He used to... Back when it used to be cassette tapes, he'd say, Well, those cassette tapes are recording. And then it was VA, then it was eight tracks. And then so now I guess we're to MP MP three files. But nonetheless, the chaplain of the house was was really on his game to pray, especially for the week that we've had. it also speaks volumes of the amount of time, in my opinion, is being wasted by our elected officials in Washington. And a lot of it has to do with the insidious game called politics. And now we, we had an emphasis on the president today, a lot of discussion about praying for the president, but um, I wanted to wait until we wrapped up the program to, to just spend a few moments talking about something I believe, and that is do not pray for the president if you're not going to pray for Nancy Pelosi. Do not pray for the president unless you're going to pray for Chuck Schumer. For those of you who may not know, Ms. Pelosi is the Speaker of the U.S. House. Chuck Schumer is the leading Democrat as the majority leader, excuse me, minority leader of the Senate. And how about those four young freshman ladies who have certainly made quite a splash in the U.S. House of Representatives. For those on the far left, their splash has been very exciting, but for the rest of the nation, not so much. But I want to say, if you're going to pray for the president, don't pray for the president unless you're wanting and willing to pray for these four ladies. Now how can I back up what I've just said? Romans, the scriptures are very clear about praying for those in authority. So I ask you a question. Do you do you know who your state representative excuse me, do you know who your US representative is in the Congress? Do you know who our two senators are from Florida? Do you know who the governor is? Do you know who the cabinet members are? Do you know who your state senator is? Do you know who your state member of the Florida House of Representatives is? Do you know the name of your mayor if you live in a city? Do you know the name of your county commissioners in the county that you live in? Do you pray members for the members of the public school board? Now, the reason why I say this, I'm quite confident most of you are not praying for that comprehensive list. But what would happen if we took God's word seriously? What happened if we took the time to research uh, every public official that is over us and realize that God asked us to pray for them? A prayer that, first of all, would just pray that they would come to know you, Jesus, as Lord and Savior. That, upon coming to him, that they would have those that would come alongside of them to disciple them in the faith. Especially if they're a baby Christian. Pray that they would come to know and be knowledgeable of biblical values, of biblical principles, and to let those principles be a part of their deliberations in public policy. Pray for their families. Pray for their children, their grandchildren. And that pray that uh, all obstacles would be cast down. To the Holy Spirit just impacting their lives. Because you see, today was a day that I felt moved by the Holy Spirit to have to, in a public way, because it was public comments, I had to point out something that I thought was very appropriate that was said last night by the President, but you can't you can't be pointing out things in people if you're not praying for them and certainly, for those of you who are Christians today and you're serious about your faith, you know full, full, full well of the grace the Lord has imposed upon us. Because, you know what? We deserve nothing apart from Jesus Christ and his blood. And yes, as we heard today, I can tell you from personal experience, a president is under tremendous pressure. Very powerful voices all around him. As we acknowledge that the Bible tells us there is wisdom in, and a multitude of counselors. But I'm going to ask that uh, the Holy Spirit will be with all of our elected officials. Pray that uh, they would be open to the Spirit in their consciousness. And I'm praying for this country, the country that's the leader of the free world. And that our shining light of the Statue of Liberty in the New York Harbor, just like the shining light of a hill is mentioned in Scripture, referenced by President Ronald Reagan, that we realize that we have a lot of responsibility, and it's all around prayer. Well, coming up in a moment, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, on today's edition of his Living Truth radio broadcast, good friends. Good friends, that's part one of two parts that's coming up in just a moment. Well, I'm going to be heading out to, to a group of folks at um, one of our uh, local churches for a of gathering. Look forward to see many of you there until tomorrow at 4.